Hi, my name is Jonas from Danier Accounting and in this recording I am going to talk about home offices. So I often get asked the question if a client can deduct the office they use at home in their private house or apartment. And to try and understand whether or not this is possible, there is a few things we need to look at. So first of all, the tax office in Denmark, they would look at what is it actually you have in this office? Um, let's imagine that you have an apartment. Let's say you have a three-room apartment and you use one of the rooms for a home office. Then you can say that if the office has not changed its physical appearance, then you cannot take a deduction. And what does the tax office mean with that, changing the physical appearance? Well, it's not only putting in a desk or a bookshelf. That's not enough. It's also not enough to put in a office chair or, you know, like books related to the office. We've seen several of, of tax inspections where the, where the deduction is declined if it just looked like a normal office. So it really has to be something different. Um, what's funny about this is that there is no real 100% definition of it. It seems like different people at the tax office have different interpretations of it. So in general, you can just say that the office needs to change its physical appearance. I guess you could imagine like if you were to install some special machines or if you had a, let's say you have like a, a shop here where you would fix things and you would need some very special furniture that you don't use in a private residence that could be considered a physical change. Um, but like I said, there, there is no real definition of it. And I've seen clients that get their deductions approved, even though it was just a normal office with a desk and a chair. But I've seen several also that gets the, the deduction declined. So, I mean, it's really up to you if you want to risk it, if you have not changed the physical appearance. So, um, yeah, so that's just like the general... The general uh, description on what you can deduct, you need to change the physical appearance of the home office. In addition to this, you also need to use the office a certain amount of time. It's not enough that you only sit Saturday evening or Sunday evening and doing some accounting uh, or you know making notes on, on what happened during the week. You really need to use the home office a certain amount of time. Again, there is no 100% definition, but from experience, I would say five, six, seven, eight hours per day, what equals like a normal working day should keep you safe. I've also seen clients that don't use this that much and, and that still got the deduction approved. So again, it's also very much related to the, to the person at the tax office that does the inspection, if you get an inspection. It's not very often though, but... Um, so that's like the general description of it. Then we have to look at, are you renting the place you're living in or are you an owner? Because depending on if you're a renter or an owner, there are different ways to handle it. If you rent an apartment or if you rent a house, then what we do is that we look at the surface area of your lease and then we try to calculate how many percent is used for the business. So if if you have like a drawing of your lease, like, you know, with the living room and the bedroom, etc., then mark on the drawing how much is actually in an office. Let's say you have 100 square meters and let's say you have 10 square meters is the home office. Then we just say 10 divided with 100 times 100. So that's 10 
percent that you are using for the business. So if you use 10% for the business, then we also look at what cost does actually relate to your apartment or your house. Naturally, if you're renting, you will have a monthly lease you pay. You also pay electricity. And if you sit with a home office, well, at least the rent can be deducted with the percentage that you're using for business and also electricity you will be using. I mean, everybody use electricity for charging computers, etc. Another type of expense I've seen sometimes is water, but you shouldn't expect to get the water approved if you just, you know, have a normal office. But I have seen, for instance, hairdressers, you know, if they cut hair for clients at home, uh, they, they get water uh, usage approved normally. Um, but that's also like a natural part of their business. I mean, they wash the hair on the client, so that kind of makes sense. If you only sit working on your computer, then, I mean, I've seen many times that taking a water deduction gives, gives problems, so that's not something I would recommend. But electricity, for sure. It could also be the heating bill. Heating is also like a natural part of a home office. So I would take the electricity bills, and I would take the heating bills, and then I would deduct the percentage that equals the home office. In the example before, we had 10% home office, then I would take 10% of these two bills here. You're allowed to deduct 10% in tax, and you're also allowed to deduct 10% of the VAT if the home office is 10%. If the home office is more, then your deduction will also increase. Let's say you use 25% for the business, then you would also be allowed to deduct 25% of your electricity bill, 25% of your heating bill, and also 25% of the VAT. So the deduction follows the business usage um, of your apartment or your house. So that was like the, the rental thing, if you are renting an apartment or a house. So that's quite simple, I think, to understand. If you're an owner, it becomes a little more complex because when you own a property in Denmark, then there is like other things. I mean, you don't pay rent, but you normally pay a mortgage to the bank and you also pay interest on that mortgage. So as a general rule, you could say that in terms of the mortgage and the interest on the mortgage, then you can't really deduct anything, even though you use it for a home office. That's kind of considered a private cost. So the money that you transfer to the bank is not related to your home office when we talk about a deduction in your tax. In addition to paying the mortgage, you also pay tax on the property. In Danish it's called Eindomsskat and you normally receive a payment every year. You have like two installments you need to pay and in English it's just called like a property tax. So this is the amount that you're paying twice a year on an individual payment. It's kind of like a document you get and it states how much you're supposed to pay. So on the property tax, the rules are that if you use less than 10% of your property for business use, then you're not allowed to get any deduction in your property tax. You basically just have to pay everything. If you use more than 10%, let's say you use 15% for your home office, then you can take the property tax that you have paid. Let's say you paid, whatever, 10,000 in property tax. And let's say that you used, um, again, like 15% for home office then you can actually take 15% of the 10,000 
that would be 1500 Danish kroner and then you can deduct this in your tax. Uh, the tricky part here is that if you use between, and now you have to hang on, if you use 10 to 24 percent of your property for home office, then you can deduct this partly property tax as a capital gain deduction. Okay, so the deduction is not given in your personal income or in the company's revenue, but it's given as a capital gain deduction. So that's like a special field on the tax declaration where you can make this deduction. So in Denmark, it's like this, that when you do these capital gain deductions, they don't really, how to say, they don't really uh, come out as a 100% deduction due to the way uh, they calculate the tax in Denmark. So it's not worth 100% in deduction, but more like a third. So if you deduct 1,500 Danish kroner as a capital gain deduction, then if you pay 50% in tax, then you're not going to get what equals 750 kroner returned in tax because the 1,500 kroner will not um, have that much power as a tax deduction. It's only measured with, a, with around one third. So the 1,500 becomes to a real quote-unquote tax deduction of around 500 kroner. And if you pay 50% in tax, then you will end up getting 250 kroner uh, like in tax discount, you can say, because you use 15% of your property as a home office. So it's a little bit complicated. So let's just sum it up again. So if you use from 0 to 10% as your home office, then you cannot deduct anything in this property tax. If you use from 10 to 24%, then you're allowed to take a partial deduction as a capital gain deduction not as personal income, but as a capital gain deduction. If you use more than 25% of your property for business, then you can take a deduction in your personal income. And that's the same as doing that in the company's revenue. So you would basically create an account in your balance and you would just write, like as a cost, you would write property tax. If you use, let's say 25% as home office and you paid 10,000 kroner in property tax, then you would take 25% of that, which is 2,500 kroner, and you would deduct that as a cost in the business. So that would be exactly the same as taking a deduction in your personal income, depending on, of course, which, which tax system you're in, in your business. But if we assume that you're using the personal taxation system, there's another recording about this also, if you're not sure what I mean here. Um, but the deduction you're given here will, will have a value, quote unquote, of 100%. So if you take 2,500 in tax deduction and you're paying 50% in tax, then you will end up getting a discount of around 1,250 kroner in tax discount. So, so that's pretty good uh, if you use a home office. So that was the property tax. So I hope that, I hope that makes sense. Then there is another type of tax you also pay for your property. And this, this tax is not something you pay individually, but it's a tax that is included in the normal income tax you're paying. Uh, the first one we talked about before in Danish is called Eindomsskat. And the second one is called Eindomsvadiskat. So it's a little different word. Uh, it's also a tax. So the only thing different here is that it's like paid in a different way. 
And with this special type of tax, uh, if we translate it directly in English, we could say that the first one we talked about was called property tax and the next one is called property value tax. So it's a little different. The way this one works is that you can always deduct a partial amount here if you have a home, home office. So even if you use, let's say, 5% as a home office, you can still get a 5% partly deduction in this tax. The way this is done uh, practically is that on the tax declaration, there is a small field where you actually have to write how many days you had the home office and also how many percent that you used for a home office. And when you do that, then you will automatically get a tax deduction. If you have the business yourself, then keep in mind that if you're only registered for owning 50% of the property, then remember to tell your husband or wife that they should do the same because they also are eligible for getting this discount. So that was the property value tax. So you can always get a partial deduction here. Just remember to declare it on the tax declaration. If we're making you a tax declaration, all we need to know from you is that you use a home office and then we will make sure that the calculations are done. So that was the first two forms of taxes, so property tax and then property value tax. The next thing that would be relevant if you are an owner is the maintenance on your apartment or your house. And with maintenance, I mean something like painting or fixing a door or you know when something breaks or so normal maintenance. And the rules are that if you use less than 10% for business, then you're not allowed to take any deductions on maintenance. But if you use more than 10%, then you're allowed to take a partial deduction that equals the usage of business. So let's say that you use the business, uh, use 20% of your property for business and you need to, um, it could be paint the office for instance. Well, then you are allowed to take a 20% deduction of the bill and that goes for both the VAT and the tax. So a partial deduction. And this was everything related to maintenance. If we look at all the utility bills, and with utility bills I mean here um, like normal cost for the house, like heating, etc. Then we look, just like when we had the rentals, we look at how many percentage do you use for business. When you're an owner, the rules are normally like looked upon a little differently. We normally say that you need to use more than 25% for business in order for the tax office to approve the deduction. But again, it depends a little on the person that does the inspection. We've seen clients that get a partial deduction even if they use 10%. But if you look at the previous cases that's been, normally they say 25% is like the minimum in order to deduct the utility bills. Um, yeah, and two types of utility cost that's not a part of this definition is electricity and water. So let's leave that out for now. But um, uh, yeah, so I hope it's not too confusing. But, but, but let's say that if we take the utility bills, what can I give you of examples? Um, it could be, for instance, insurance on the house. It could be the chimney cleaner. It could be, uh, what can we make up here? Um, 
yeah, all, all these types of utility bills you have on your property, um, just not electricity and water. Those two we keep out because they have like separate rules. So if we look at the electricity, then normally it's the tax office accepts a partial deduction regardless of how many percentage you're using for business. So let's say you're using 10% for business, then they will normally uh, approve a 10% tax deduction and VAT deduction of your electricity bill. So there's no like minimums here. Um, when we look at the water, it's a little of the same uh, as with the rentals that normally they would like to see that you actually use water in your business. It could be if you have a hairdressing saloon at home and you use water, then the rules are that if the saloon is more than 10% of the property, then you're allowed to take a deduction for water. And if it's less than 10%, then you're not allowed to take a deduction. Um, and in addition to this, if we speak water, then you also get a partly VAT deduction if you use more than 10%. And you can also deduct a certain amount of every cubic meter of water you use. Uh, up until now, it's been, it has been five Danish kroner per cubic meter of water, which is deducted directly on the VAT declaration. But when you listen to this recording, it could have changed. So you have to look it up naturally to make sure that you have the, the updated amounts. Yeah, so I hope that made sense. It was a little uh, tricky, but uh, utility, bills, electricity, water. And the next thing we look at is new installations. And with that, we mean like larger installations. It could be like uh, an air condition system or um, it could be a big water heater or an oven or, you know, kitchen installation, all these things. In general, you cannot deduct cost for these installations. So even if you have a home office, you're not allowed to take these deductions. So, yeah, so, so this was like in general, the things that we meet. It's not very simple. It's, it's uh, actually quite complicated, especially if you are an owner. So I do suggest that if you have a home office, then have a chat with us about it. Um, very few clients actually fulfill the criteria of making a physical change to their apartment or house. So that's like the first challenge we see. A lot of people will say that, well, I have a friend that takes the deduction and they don't have any problem. Well, it could be, but it could also very well be that your friend did not have a tax inspection. And if that's the case, then, I mean, in theory, people can take all kinds of deductions if they want without getting into trouble. So you have to decide uh, what you want. If you want to go um, from our experience, then you have to be careful with the physical appearance of the office. And if you want to lean more towards, for instance, what a friend has done in the past, well, then you are very free to do that. Uh, it will be you that gets the tax inspection and not us. But we recommend, of course, to follow the, the rules that we have seen in the past, so to avoid any trouble. Yeah, so that was all I wanted to uh, say about home office. I hope uh, you learned something and you're always welcome to send us an email. You can write me directly if you want on uh, Jonas and it's spelled J-O-N-A-S and then at daniaaccounting.com so jonas at daniaaccounting.com feel free to ask me anything um, if you want you can also check out our website at daniaaccounting.com we have several more podcasts that could be of interest for you and also some blog posts describing the same areas as you've, as you've listened to here with this podcast and also the other podcasts 
So that was all from me. Have a nice day. Bye.